Hey, what's going on? This is Bobby. I wanted to do a podcast style for this daily because I wanted to kind of rant and not be restricted by my fingers and typing. So today we had some hitters in the cage. Chris was uh, Chris has been in Arizona and he got back over the weekend. So it was the first day he's back in two weeks. And <clears throat> one of the things that we are constantly talking to kids about is controlling the barrel, not rolling over not allowing themselves to lose the barrel, to get out ahead of the ball, to, to get around it. And I think as coaches, it's something we see all the time. We, I mean, all the time we see kids hop in the cage, not have a plan, and be early. I mean, it, it's it's frustrating to see a player roll over the first pitch of a round because, like, what are we trying to do? What's the plan? Where's your head at? Like, what is your what's your game plan for that round? really just doesn't make sense that should not happen if you've got a plan so uh chris and i were just watching we had we had the kids throwing to each other early or one of the early rounds of the day <clears throat> and this player had a pitch outer half and rolled over and both chris and i just kind of got mad we got we got vocal about it and um, the thing is, it's like, what are you trying to do? And it's not the player's fault. The players don't know. They have to be taught. So I said, give me your bat. I went in the cage and I said, I'm not, I am not going to roll over right now. And Chris is like, watch what he's going to do. Watch what he's going to do. And I hit the first six balls to the right side, very low effort. Started to dial up a little bit. Um, I rolled over one. It was like a chopper up the middle. I tried. I was trying some of my shoulders. Got a little quick on it, and it went up the middle. It wasn't pull side. It was right up the middle. And next pitch, line drive to right. Started to dial up effort, and it was increasingly firm and more firm to the right side. Um, if a pitch was on the inside corner, I let it get basically behind me and hit it straight sideways and I stopped and I looked at the hitters and I said what allowed me to do that what allowed me to not hit a ball to the left side and they both looked at me and it was kind of like they weren't they didn't want to get it wrong but I waited and I was like what allowed me to do that what allowed me to not roll over what allowed me to not be early and they didn't say anything. And they were like, uh, your swing was, and I said, nope. What allowed me to not roll over? And they didn't know. And I just pointed to my head and I said, I made a decision that I was not going to roll over. It has to start with your thoughts. It has to start with your mental approach and your plan. If you don't make the decision with conviction, with consistency, to do that, it's not going to happen. It's too easy to roll over. It's too easy to take a rep off. You have to be persistent in your mental efforts. You have to be. And this is something that, you know, all the hitters that have made swing changes, they are tremendous hitters first. They rake. And when I say they rake, I mean they make decisions to be conscious about what they're doing every swing they take. 
There's nothing random about what they're doing. The reason they were successful in making swing changes is because they are special. I wrote an article about paying attention, and I'm still on a kick with that. And this is really the same thing. It's the same kind of topic. You have to be bought in internally to making changes. Any any pitcher that's made big changes, tons of people out there throwing weighted balls into walls. Tons of them. Not all of them are Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is a maniac, and I mean that as an absolute compliment. Dude's a maniac. He's crazy in all the best ways. The reason he he just decided to just, all right, I'm going to have an elite changeup this year. Great. Okay. Goes goes to work, makes it happen. It doesn't. It's not random. You have to have this instilled within you. It has to be part of your soul. It has to be who you are. You can't just show up and take swings. There, there's such a big difference between being just all in on your plan and doing what the coach is telling you to do. Massive, massive difference in those two things. Like light years apart. If you're doing something because the coach is telling you to do it, you know you might have a little bit of success short term, but you're going to hit your ceiling quick. The thing that's going to raise your ceiling the highest is ownership. It's it's just making it a part of your being. It's like Chris and I joke around all the time. It's a lifestyle. The, the hashtag barrel shirt. We get such good positive feedback about that. And we always joke. We're just, we joke around about it. Like it's a lifestyle, man. When you see that shirt, if that shirt speaks to you, if, if you see that hashtag barrel shirt and you're like, yes, then you get it. You know that it's, that it's more than just taking swings. It's more than just making your swing look good. It's, it's chasing something constantly. It's part of who you are. And it's fun. It's, it's been fun to see that happen with that shirt. But, um, just to get back to those kids, it was, you know, it's so, it's just so easy to just not focus. It's so easy to just take a swing and to not be on time and to just kind of go through the motions. It's so easy to do that. I get it. But it was crazy to watch these kids after, you know, kind of being dramatic about it and and making this point, creating a teachable moment out of it. It's like you have to have a plan. And the kids think we're crazy when, when a kid hits a ball straight sideways and we're like, yes, that's awesome. They're like, well, really? They're, they're so afraid of not doing something right. They don't even know what right is. So we have to do better as coaches to to teach kids what good is and give them the freedom to pursue it and to, to chase their process. We have to let it be that we have to give them the opportunity for it to be theirs and not impose on them so much. We have to let them take ownership of it because it's a special thing when you see a kid Stand in the box with a clear plan in their head, clear focus, and go to work. 
It's special. We all know it when we see it. It's so hard to get kids to buy into it because it's, it, it can't be us getting them to do it. They have to make the choice themselves. We can show them. We can, we can share with them. We can discuss it. But we got to get them to do it on their own. And it's special when it happens. Real special when it happens. Um, I just, I wish I could, I wish I was better at making more kids get it. I, I wish I could transfer that to every single kid I ever talked to. It's just not easy because not, they're not all ready, but we got to keep trying. So, uh, that's our daily for today. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm just seeing the whole thing happen again in my head, just talking about it. But, um, that's our daily for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope, hope my, uh, my passion for this came through in the audio more so than it would have typing it out. So thank you very much. We'll have more dailies out to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.